Hello, everybody. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. I am your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me in the studio today, I have Assembly Candidate Ella Atkinson. How are you doing today? Oh, very good, Jordan. Thank you so much for having me. And it's nice having you on. It's also nice that it's a very sunny day outside, so it always makes things a bit better. I don't know. I'm a Juno girl. I wish for the rain, honestly. Now, see, I'm an Anchorage kid, so I was, I'm like, it's not cold enough. Oh, I don't. See. I don't feel the chill in my my soul yet. But yeah, I, think, I spent eight years in Fairbanks. I got enough chill. Yeah, I think you'd have enough from being up there. I completely agree with you on that. So, obviously, as I've mentioned, you are running for assembly this election. So, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. These are going to be pretty standardized. So, this also applies to any of the other candidates that might be listening now. You will be asked these exact same questions, <laughs> just so you know ahead of time. So, the first big one I want to talk to you about is obviously, as many folks know, housing is a big problem within Juno. So, how would you like to address that, or how would you go about trying to tackle that issue? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, the housing issue in Juno has been around for, what, 40 years? It's not a new issue. I don't think it's one anyone's going to solve, but I do think there's a lot more we could be doing, especially in terms of housing density. You know, Juno, we have such little land available, and we have to make the use of what we have. So, I think the density cap currently is D18, and we could really up the units per acre that we allow for residential housing. Um, also, you know, just continuing with projects like we've got going to city land like Pedersen Hill and Telephone Hill. Longer term, something like Douglas Crossing is really important so that we can open up more land for residential and commercial use. Okay. Now, elaborate with me a bit more about, you know, talking about those long-term projects. You know, one of the big ones you mentioned there would be the North Douglas Crossing. Mm -hmm. So why would you want to, what makes you want to emphasize those sort of longer-term projects? Well, because like I said, I don't think that there's a quick fix for housing. You know, if we, uh, if the city just sells all their land all at once, that overwhelms the housing market. It's going to cause a huge issue. So I think there's a lot of slow, incremental progress that we can make. And so we need to look at those longer-term solutions like North Douglas Crossing. Um, and so I it's really important to not just have like a now, like, oh, no, we have a crisis, which we do. And also remember that Juno's going to be here for a long time, and it's important to have some more future view. Okay. Another one you mentioned in there was Telephone Hill mm -hmm. and the city's acquisition of Telephone Hill. And then the potential that that area really represents for what the city could do with it or might not do with it. Mm -hmm. And so what would you propose would be done with that area? I think high-density housing in that area would be really beneficial to our community. I Obviously, it's a super complex issue, and the people who are living there currently really need to be... I, the city has been a really great job, from my understanding, of working with those people and communicating, and I think that needs to continue, but also that recognizing that that's a really important piece of land for the future of Juno's housing. Um, I don't think we need to completely tear it down and make it this, like, glass, modern, like, whatever, but I do think that higher-density housing is a must in that area. Okay. Now, my next question, which is another sort of large topic that I'm sure you and everyone else are well aware of is going on going into this election, is the topic of the City Hall proposal. Now, that stems off of when last year there was a similar proposal, I'm pretty sure it's almost exactly the same, to develop a new City Hall, and that got voted down last year. Now it's on the ballot again. And so where do you stand on that issue? I really think we need a new city hall. Um, it's just unsustainable what we've got going on. It's We're paying almost a million dollars every year in rent. And a lot of the city employees that are renting out spaces are renting out potential housing spaces, which is only compounding our housing issue. I think we could have a lot more people um, in residential areas with the current space we're taking up. Also, you know, Juno's going to be here forever. I was talking about longer future view stuff. We can't 
be paying a million dollars a year in perpetuity. That doesn't make any sense. I think that also the new uh, city hall would have our all city services uh, congregated in one space, which is a huge convenience for people in Juneau who need those services. And parking, which is also another big issue, it really makes city government more accessible to Junoites if we have one place where they can go where they can park. They can participate in assembly meetings, they can go to get the, talk about their permits. It's just really important. And I understand that there's some controversy with it coming right up again, but from what I can tell, we're kind of at this nexus where we either spend a lot of money on a 70-year-old building that really wasn't made for, you know, to be a city hall, or we build this new city hall. And so I get why they've put it on the ballot again right away. Okay. And what would you say in response to those that fall on the other end of the aisle who feel like, you know, putting it on the ballot again is, is too soon? And to some of those folks, they view it as almost like a some of them almost kind of describe it as an affront. They're like, how could you put it on the ballot again? We already voted it down. Why are you doing this? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's not a great look. I, I totally understand the frustration there. And But I will say that the proposal has changed. There's quite a bit less in bonding now. They've looked more at sort of fiscal responsibility side of things, which I think is huge and is sort of the whole point of the project. So I actually really approve of the changes they've made with it now on the ballot, and I think it's a significant change. Okay. Now, my next question for you stems around something that I get calls about often here in the newsroom, which is relating to sort of dealing with crime within Juno. One of those big sort of topics within crime is obviously the issue with drugs in the community. So how would you approach that? I think that our community has a real lack of resources for addiction services, frankly. Uh, I think that with uh, search growing so much, I think that's a huge um, a huge opportunity for more addiction services. I also think, you know, that there's a lot of, been a lot of trouble with our hospital, and so obviously some work needs to be done there. But I think the city could have more skin in the game and really get more involved in, like, you know, maybe safe use centers and rehab services and things that the market doesn't really incentivize here in Juneau, but that we so desperately need. Okay. And now you talk about, you know, getting more skin in the game. And so would you say that the city needs to do more beyond what it already does? Because I know the city does do a lot of work within the context of like you know it has some stake with the hospital has it's involved in a lot of areas but why where specifically do you feel like it could be involved more i think specifically in addiction services and behavioral services um I, the market, like I said, doesn't really incentivize these. You know, people who work those jobs are not paid very well, and it doesn't economically make a lot of sense. And so that's where we need our city to step in and do more on that front. You know, I, I know they're involved in the hospital, and they're doing a lot. I'm not trying to minimize that. I just think that with the magnitude of problem we're seeing in, here in Juneau, we need to sort of up what we're doing and continue to push forward on that as the problem is growing. Okay. Now, during that response, though, you mentioned, you know, talking about the economy and looking at that. And so what are some things you would do with Juno's economy? Obviously, as everyone here knows, tourism plays a large role in that economy, as well as the state jobs that flow into the area as well. But what would you say needs improvement or where do you think we're doing well in terms of Juno's economy? Yeah, so you mentioned tourism. I think that's kind of a lightning rod at the moment. We've seen a huge bounce back from COVID in terms of our cruise industry, especially. And I think, obviously, that it's a a huge part of Juno's economy and very important. I worked a retail job downtown during COVID and I can tell you how bad it was um, without that income. So obviously it's a huge part of Juno and I understand that it's also, you know, 
it's getting to a point that a lot of people are having some trouble with it. Uh, there's a lot more traffic congestion. There's some concerns about overwhelming city services. You know, we should never get to a point where if you call an ambulance, an ambulance doesn't get there fast. Or if you need to go uh, to get on the bus, there's no room for you on the bus. So I think we need to continue to work with the cruise ship industry. I know that the uh, assembly has done an amazing job of you know, negotiating the five ship limit, and that's really huge. But these ships are getting bigger and bigger. So it's really important, I think, to continue that relationship with the cruise ship industry and continue to like negotiate like you know, where can ships dock, when can they dock, how many people per boat, and continue that relationship so that we don't get overwhelmed, but we don't lose that vital part of our economy either. Okay. And then what would you say are areas that need improvement in our local economy beyond the tourism sector? Mm, That's a tough one. You know, I think that right now we are so focused on tourism and maybe that's part of the problem is, you know, we're not as, you know, there's always these talks about, oh, we need more independent travelers. We need less cruise ships. We need more cruise ships. And I don't think we've really talked as much about, you know, economic development beyond that. And so certainly a lot of these housing projects would be huge. I think, you know, really great for laborers here in Juneau. And I uh, would love to see more, you know, local economic development, but I don't think the conversation has really turned that way of late, and maybe that's something we need to focus more on. Okay, that's an interesting one. Now, I am going to start with this question. This will expand a bit, kind of as we lead into our second half here, which is, what do you view as some of the, really the primary concerns within Juno that you're really running on? Yeah, yeah. No, so my big thing, obviously, uh, housing, which you've already mentioned, but, you know, I live in my folks' place. I'm a young person here in Juno, but, you know, housing is an issue that really affects everyone here. You know, seniors who want to retire here, families who want to stay here, and young people who want to move back. It's sort of one of those problems that's a rare everyone in Juno problem. So that's definitely one issue I really would like to focus on, but we kind of already touched on that. So another one is education. I'm a legislative aide uh, for one of Juno's legislative delegation, and one of my main responsibilities in that job has been working on the state side of our education issue, you know, raising the BSA, all of that sort of thing. But on the local side, you know, uh, this governor is really attacking our ability to fund our schools here in Juno, and I think it's a really important city function to fund those schools. And so pushing back on that and maybe getting a little creative on how we fund our schools will be really important in the future. Uh, and then uh, lastly is the local business one, which I think we already kind of touched on. So, All right. Well, we are going to move into our break. When we come back, I'll ask you a bit more about that education front and maybe get to know a little bit more about who you are beyond the issues. Okay. All righty. You are listening to Action Line on KINY. And we are back with Action Line on KNY. I'm still your host, Jordan Lewis, and joining me still in the studio, I have candidate Ella Atkinson. Now, during the last half, we talked a lot about some of the big key issues, but there's one more key issue I wanted to hit, and then maybe you kind of learn more about you, the individual, and why you feel like you needed to run for the assembly election. And first up, that topic from the last half that I want to continue sort of expanding on was where you stand on education. Yeah, so it's so important to fund our schools here in Juneau as much as we possibly can. Uh, obviously, there's a statutory limit to what we can and can't do, but uh, we've always funded to the cap for, for a very long time we have, and that's super important. I remember, you know, uh, being here, going to Juneau Douglas, and, and having a very good education there, and to continue that, we have to keep funding. Uh, the Dunleavy administration has uh, really, uh, obviously on the state level, attacked a lot of education funding, but there was a recent letter from Deed uh, 
cracking down on some of the things that Juno has funded for a long time, like rally and community schools and uh, activities like for wrestling and stuff. And it's uh, depending on how that outcome ends up, we know obviously they're still kind of going back and forth on that. We may have to get a little more creative on how we fund, you know, maybe have municipal employees um, maintaining school buildings, maybe it's, you know, uh, having uh, local uh, nonprofits teaching classes. Uh, I remember DIPAC uh, taught a fisheries technology class that I took in high school, and that was really amazing. Just whatever we can do to sort of stretch the funding that we can give out or fund from sources that, you know, the state won't get mad at us for. Gotcha. Okay. And so moving on from there, maybe tell me a bit about sort of who you are and what kind of made you want to run for the assembly. Yeah. So I was born and raised here in Juneau. I mentioned that I was in Fairbanks for a while. I came back as soon as I possibly could. Don't you worry. Um, And then after graduating from JD, I went down south to get a degree in international affairs and came right back again. That's when I started working for uh, Senator Jesse Heal. And uh, I've been here ever since. And, you know, I get a lot from people about, you know, why why aren't more young people coming back? Like, well, you came back. Why? You give us great insights as to why your generation isn't coming back. And I think a lot of the issues that I've been hitting on are big reasons, you know, education funding being a huge issue and also affordable housing is a huge issue with that, too. And so I really saw a need and obviously with young people, but these are problems that stretch for everyone, for all demographics. And so I really wanted to get in on the local side of things and give back to a community and a city that's given me so much. And it's just a lovely place to live and I want to keep it that way. Okay. And now what would you say is really the key message of, of your campaign and why you're running? Yeah, well, oh gosh, that's an interesting one. Boiling it all down, I would say that it's about, you know, getting involved and, you know, for our community and really, you know, do you know why it's making everyone's life better for each other? As corny as that is. No, that's perfectly fine. You are doing a campaign, so you have to get your opinion out there in a way (laughs) that you feel is the right way to do it. And so going off of that, what would you say to, you know, the folks that are listening right now? What is the key message that you want to tell them? What do you want them to know? Well, I mean, I would say the most important thing is to vote on October 3rd or before that and voting for everyone. This is a really a great year where every single seat is contested, which is amazing. It's much better when I think people are really involved and Genoites get a choice in who is representing them. And you're kind of a spoiled for choice, especially in my race. So uh, the biggest message I would want to leave people with is, uh, you know, get those mail-in ballots in, vote for everyone. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the big thing. I was going to say, because you have nine other candidates in your race. That I do, but there's two seats available, so... We have, you know, it's a little less crowded than it seems. <laughs> okay. And then I kind of wanted you to expand on, you know, that point of there is so many folks running this year and mm-hmm. that everything is contested. So do you want to expand on that? Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's multiple ways to look at that. I think you can look at that as, uh, you know, maybe people are upset about some things or, uh, you know, that they're really wanting to see big changes. I think it's really that people have lots of new ideas and lots of new approaches. And, you know, we've seen the assembly get us through so much with COVID and really working hard for us. And it's it's I think it will be good to have a bit of an injection of new, you know, ideas and energy and sort of kind of a refresh in a lot of ways and I the contested nature of this race will kind of guarantees that okay 
And now, one of my next sort of questions is sort of ties back to the sort of the open primary concerns topic. And what would you say is your hopes with, say, you were to be elected? What are your primary, what's your primary hope there? Like, if you do get in there, Mm -hmm. what's sort of the first thing you'd want to tackle? I think that the most prevalent uh, issue there, the the quickest acting issue will be the education funding thing, um, because that's where we kind of will figure out where we're at with the state and what we're allowed to fund and not allowed to fund. And I really would look forward to working with the assembly on that. I also think we're getting uh, that will be when the short term housing registry is really coming into fruition, and we'll be able to. S- think about whether or not we want to regulate, how we want to regulate, depending on what that registry tells us, which will be a really good step forward for housing in Juneau, I think, as well. And then, you know, we're looking at a lot of uh, new projects in Juneau, like, you know, the uh, Huna Totem Dock, and, you know, I don't have any, that's sort of like a, there might be appealing that, so I don't want to make any, like, statements one way or another, but, you know, that's another thing that we'll be working on if, if I get in. And so those are kind of the three issues I can see coming up down the pipe pretty fast. So. Okay. And then what would you say to the other candidates that are running in the, not, only, not even in just your own race, but in the other two races? Oh, interesting. Um, so in my own race, you know, I'm really excited to see us all running. I've talked with quite a few of them. Haven't met everyone yet, but I'm really looking forward to uh, if we win working with them on the assembly. I think they all bring their own amazing ideas and different experiences and would all be an asset on the assembly. And, you know, I don't know. The other races, I'd it'll be interesting to see how those turned out. I don't really have a statement one way or another on those. All right. And then any final things you'd like to mention? Um, again, just I would say that vote on October 3rd or before that. And I am uh, happy to ha- have a chat with anyone. I'm going door to door and been doing a lot of door knocking. And uh, if you see me, please stop me and let's have a chat. All righty. Well, Ella, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to chat with me. I think it's important that we make sure we get our candidates in here so that folks can hear what you guys want them to know and as well as where you stand on various issues within Juno. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time. All right. You have been listening to Action Line on KINY.